What up, everybody? It's your boys, Ben, Ethan, and Joseph. We also got a, a guest for you. We're uh, featuring this guest, episode four. I'm excited for this guest today, and I'm, I'm assuming we're not calling him Professor X. W- what, would you, would you, what would you like us to call you? I don't know. We'll just go with Professor X. Professor X? We can't call him his real name? I don't know. I mean, what, there's nothing, there's the there's nothing harmful about this. Yeah future just in case okay okay. i respect it now i respect every guest's wishes so guys as you guys know um but but i might slip up and like and like call you like a nickname or something so like don't get upset just for the record we're a very diverse group of individuals now who have a a known minority if he's a professor x he's in a wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Mo, you and your jokes, I'm not going to lie, I love them, but here's the deal. <laughs> Let's get into today's podcast. Today, guys, we have a special topic for you. We're tired of talking about politics, about sports. Let's give you something deep, intimate, something where you guys can relate to. Um, as you may know, a lot of colleges are midway through. For us, specifically, we go to Yeshiva University and... Honestly, guys, we haven't even hit near midterm season yet. A lot of people are going through midterm season now. And um, it's rough. It's rough, especially as a new student coming from high school, straight out of high school, who has no experience. And, like, doing this on Zoom, coronavirus, it's just a very, it's just a hard thing. And we want to talk to you guys about transitioning between high school and college, our personal experiences personally. And uh, we want everyone to give their viewpoints on managing uh, social life while doing rigorous courses such as pre-med courses, pre-law, pre-dental, all these different diverse subjects that you can be taking. And business. Like, business, of course, yes. And um, it's rough, guys. It's rough. And I just, can I, I, I know you don't want me to talk about this, but I just want to mention it to our viewers. Apple, today, I, I know like we're talking about, you know, living. Oh, God, here he goes. Apple. But I just want to talk about Apple today. You know, like, and, and you mentioned this to me earlier. Every time they release a product or every time they have a a keynote or like you know they're releasing like new products first of all i just want to say when is apple gonna come out with an iphone that's actually different than what we have now all right because it's starting to piss me off all right every year they have this big announcement i'm gonna come out with something crazy i'm gonna come out with something new and they they just come out with this with the same old thing and one more thing every time they have a release because I know today, you know, their stock was doing very well. No, it wasn't. It was down the whole No, day. so I'm saying up till today, their stock was doing very well. And then they released, they have this big news, new technology, a, a phone that is compatible with 5G. You know, this is something tech, like revolutionary. And, you know, their stock plump. And it's just, I wouldn't so say that plummets, but it went me, down 3%, which is to, a lot. You want me to explain the trend? So sure, I, I, I just, I want to know why. For all those people who invest in stocks for, I'd say, five years plus, they have they've been watching charts and the way that the charts have been going every time apple has a release or a keynote i promise you you can check whoever's checking out there if you guys are apple stock plummets every time they have some kind of a keynote it happened with tesla and their battery and the reason to that is specifically right now apple's main source of income is iphone sales and people would think, yo, they're releasing a new iPhone. They're probably going to skyrocket. Is Apple profitable, or is it like one of those companies no, that like doesn't they, show profit? Or like, profitable. is it like Amazon that like has no, no revenue, or like doesn't show profit? So, so like, Apple is very profitable. The problem is they have a lot of their money offshores due to taxes. They don't want to bring their money back because they lose a hefty amount, and that's what Trump is trying to avoid. But that's that's a we don't want to talk about politics. We don't want to talk about sports. We don't even want to talk about Apple. But since you brought it up. The reason why Apple goes down when they release a new phone is due to the fact that a lot of the times when people people have these uh, misguided thoughts that, um, oh, they're releasing a new phone, they're probably going to skyrocket. Like, a lot of people are interested, a lot of people are just trending, it's trending. But stocks is not all about trending or Twitter. Like, people know, like, Donald Trump, yeah, you know, like, when he tweets something abruptly... Stocks tend to plummet. You know, it happened to me. It happened to all of us. But uh, He lost... <laughs> quite a lot of money in the market that day (laughs) yeah donald trump if you're listening thank you very much for that um what i'm trying to say is when people see a new phone i don't know if you saw the pre-order is not for another week or so people stop buying iphones because the new one's coming out why spend a thousand dollars for the old iphone Mm, that makes sense actually you understand and also like people like they start saving their money they're like yo i don't need to buy an ipad let me just save up for that iphone you know 
and that's how it works and also a lot of shareholders tend to uh not give dividends blah 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 it's it's a, it's a very big um, it's earning season no not yet next around three weeks three weeks in like another two three weeks it's gonna be earning season but guys th- we're not here to talk about apple I- okay let's let's get back to first off i just want to say all three of us me professor x over here and uh joseph, joseph we've all had the what's the word astound the, privilege the privilege the the privilege the of living the luxury <laughs> of living with uh, ben over here for an extended period of time Ryan and uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now everyone knows the name is out. So. I, t- I told you I was gonna make a mistake. What are we like five minutes in? Yeah, but it's okay. Let's keep going. Um, do you mind? We're good, right? Continue. All right. So, um, I mean, I'm surprised anyone made it this far. But <laughs> here's we, the we, deal. We've all had the privilege of living with Ben over here, and you know, we've we've all had our uh, shared experiences. So, well, l- let me let me let me give you a little backstory. Um, in high school, I was very non-confident with my body i was very i was just very self-conscious i was shy around girls around even guys i didn't know I, like i didn't have a voice and that was the should we do it in chronological order yeah i think so we're gonna should do i that. should i go first so what i'm trying to say i'm trying to get to ethan had the um astound privilege i would say to live with me first and i want to show you guys how i transitioned from high school to college give you personal experiences take it more on a personal note so Ethan had the opportunity to live with me first, and then Yosef or Joseph had the opportunity to live with me in my sophomore year, where I lost all my weight. I became very confident. I, w- I already figured out the roots of the school. So, uh, sophomore year was a great year, um, and then uh, Mr. X, or I don't know what we're gonna call him now. Let's call uh, him Ryan. Yeah, let's call him Ryan. Whatever. <laughs> Just R- to be clear, Ryan may or may not be his real name. <laughs> well, Ryan was my most recent roommate uh, last year, and last year I'd say was my most, uh, I, I don't know what word, uh, crazy year. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think it was a crazy year for everyone. It, it but, was, but you know, r- 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 I'm talking about before COVID. After COVID, all of us left the dorms. Was, the year was cut short, basically. The year was cut short, and Ryan had a... He had no more free room to himself, but we'll get into that. <laughs> um, so let's, Ethan, let's let's start off with uh, with Miami. When me, so me and Ben were living together in Miami. What was it like? The summer of 2017. The summer of 2016. This was between uh, junior between junior year and senior year. That by that ourselves, summer. we were 16 or 17 at the time, and we rented out an apartment. Somehow we got that lease. I don't even know how we got that lease, but we rented out an apartment. This guy named Sergio. We got a good deal. We really did. It was on the beach. We got it for like $1,000 for the whole month or maybe even less. Cash. Cash, but like, you know, because we're underage. But the guy hooked it up. It was just us, no parents, no parental guidance, but we had... Uh, we were there for uh, for an internship that we had with a uh, plastic surgeon down in Miami. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He, he goes by the social media name Dr. Miami. That was, I'd say, the greatest experience of my life. I, that was, and I had an amazing experience as well. You well, know, were its ups and downs. So let's like, get into like that. Like I said, you know, we, we had our ups and downs, but but I, I'd say more ups than downs. Yeah, it was. I I would not listen. There are a couple things I would take back, but overall, the trip was fantastic. So amazing. why don't you, why don't you talk about your experience living with me? How I was very like non-social, and like like you could talk about my new how like I transitioned because you've been with me ever since we were kids, since third grade. Let me, let me let me tell a funny story i think one night you know uh ben got like a little crazy i don't, I don't remember what the reason was but he just started throwing shit off the balcony <laughs> for some reason i don't remember why and uh i was like yo yo stop throwing stuff off the balcony bro. we're gonna get kicked out like something bad's gonna happen I was I was a little scared for my life. And this was this the guys. time I took the shower? I went into the shower, or the bathroom. Yeah. So and then so he he finishes his little rampage and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The, the fact that I was um, so I was very I suppressed my emotions when I was around people, and when I got comfortable, I was very comfortable with you clearly, and I showed you like. I wouldn't say my true colors, just like I had a lot inside because, you know, like, especially kids who don't know what it's like. You know, and it was also a tough time for us, you know, it was the first time we were ever living by, by ourselves, ourselves we away had, from our parents. We had to do a lot of activity. We had to re- know, re- we had to get our own food. We had to, like, groceries. do our own laundry, grocery shopping, you know, this and that. But back to the story. So, um, so he, he finishes his rampage and then all of a sudden I hear a knock on the door. Right? And I'm like, yo, like, who is this? Let's get like, the knock on. He goes, like, 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 
he knocks, and I'm like, oh my god, like, we're about to get kicked out, this, that. Yeah, like, but it was a hard knock. Yeah. Like, you could hear it from, like, this down kid, seven flights. This kid's, like, in the bathroom. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I open the door, and, and it's this, and it's this big, like... African-American. <laughs> African-American, you know, like, you guys can imagine, like, this big guy, like, comes up to the door. Imagine, like, a, like, a bouncer at a club, you know? Yeah. Something like that. Like, comes to the door, and he goes, like... Are you guys uh are you guys like throwing stuff off the balcony? <clears throat> like and I'm like I'm like, uh no. And he goes like, Yeah, like like people have like said like they've seen like stuff go by their balconies, they've they've seen like whatever. I'm like I'm like, Yeah, you know, we, we, we had a we ate out there a little earlier, maybe like the wind like blew some stuff off. You that's, saved me. That's you what saved I told me. him. That's what I told him. I'm like, Yeah, maybe like the wind blew some stuff off and like and he started getting into questions of like whether or not we're like really allowed to be there. Like are were you guys in the top four? We were like we were up there, honestly. But you weren't the top floor. We were on the eleventh floor, eleven eleven sixty seven. That was our room number. I remember it. Okay, uh, was there any apartments above you? Uh, <clears throat> yes, one. We there was twelve floors in this building. So, so there, there was. There so was. then why would you ever even give him the? the no, I didn't. To think it was I didn't you. come out. I was hot. Yo, Ethan, tell him. He, was, he was hiding in the bathroom. So <laughs> so and I yeah, like I said, like I just told him, yeah, you know, we were eating out there a little earlier. Maybe like the wind blew some stuff off the balcony. And then he, like I said, like he started getting into questions of like our legality of like being there. He like, asked you if you had someone here. You're yeah. like, yeah, my my older brother's in the bathroom. Something like that. And you know, <sighs> thank God, like he just like let us go with a warning and like didn't ask any more questions. But that was that was like a scary experience for like a 16 year old like living alone. Like I thought we were gonna get kicked out or you know something was gonna happen. Yeah, but the. I love that story, you know. I love it, and it, I it, love it now because it, it's a memory. But yeah, like, at the time, <laughs> I was bugging out a little bit. Yeah, you know, like. But thing is, the people want to hear. Even they want to hear. What was it like living with somebody pre-college versus post or during? College? Very, very different. Very different. Was, in my experience. Okay, you can't compare these experiences. That you can't compare. They're uncomparable, but. From my train of thought, um, what I'm trying to get at, is I think I think when when we when we were living together, when me and, when me and uh, Ben were living together, we 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 really didn't know like what we were getting ourselves into, you know, because we like like I said, we never lived alone before, we never lived away from home, so and I think that experience actually prepared us a for lot college. for college, you know, for living in the dorms, for living alone, living away from our parents, having to do our own laundry having to find our own meals, you know? I think, I, so that's why I, I It made cherish. us realize that there was something outside of the bubble that we were living in. And it made us realize that there are people out there who aren't always trying to help you, trying to hurt you potentially. And there are also very nice people out there. Like, I want to give a big shout out to my dear friend and hopefully one day colleague, uh, Dr. Michael Salzhauer, Dr. Miami. I love this dude. Uh, without him, Ethan and I are both on the pre-med track. Ryan is pre-dental, and Yosef also is on the uh, pre-med track. You know, we, we're on the side with him. You know, he might be going pre-med, he might be going engineering, who knows. But he has a very, he's just very interested in a lot of different things. And, you know, I commend you on that. But what, Joseph's a very, very smart individual. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll he can hit that. the, he can hit the Jeopardy He, he has a lot of, a lot of <laughs> areas of expertise, especially when it comes to Instagram meme, guys. <laughs> If you ever need memes, just hit up 516. I'm not going to give the rest of the number out. You're going to have to figure it out. 770. <laughs> try to guess the last four. <laughs> um, but uh, what we're trying to get at is, like, Dr. Miami, I'm, not, I'm just going to say this. I, I love him. Like, he, he's a second father figure to me, kind me of. Me too, yeah. He's, he's an amazing, He amazing took us person. in. He didn't want to do it. In, in, initially, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it, and yeah, I don't why, blame him. Why would he? You know, it's, it's we're a, sixteen. It's a liability. You know, like he he did so much. We helped him set up these Seroma kits, and like we learned so much. We grasped it. We actually wanted to do it. Like we wanted to actually see if this was a field for us. I wouldn't say plastic surgery is something I want to pursue, but surgery for sure I would love to pursue in the future if God willing, given the opportunity. Just because of that, like experience I had with him, and like I saw, like the way his office runs, and like the the Just, banter he has with his employees. And, it, you know, it, it wasn't. A, it, you can make a workplace very fun, or you can make it very just bad boring or average and he made he always had that enthusiasm every day even when he was in a bad mood he always put on that smile he tried to show us the best time he used to take us to his house sometimes 
to the shout-outs. TBT to those shout-outs. Um, that was a good time. And he let us do the shout-outs one time. And honestly, guys, like, I would not... There's nothing like that was the best experience of my life. I'd say there are a, a lot of great experiences, but that 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 was that was a memorable one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I don't know if you follow Doctor Miami uh, Joe. Um, shout outs. He used to do at the end of the day every day after he posted his surgery. He would uh, people used to DM him on Insta or Snap, and they used to make a list, compile a list, and he used to shout them out or like shout out their like their company, whatever. You know, he's a great guy. He doesn't care about sponsored deals. Blah blah blah. He's a very humble individual, and he is. I don't. I don't know if it's him or you know his office, his his business head of his of his practice, but he is. He he makes a lot of good business moves. A lot of good business. You know, he has tons of different forms. Yeah, but of, that's that's not why I I don't think either Ethan or I or Joseph or even Ryan are going into medicine or dental. We're not going in for the money. We're going in it because we enjoy helping people, seeing that ability to put a smile on someone's face, literally with Ryan here, putting a <laughs> smile on someone's face, and seeing how you can have this skill to change someone's life, you know? It's it's, sure. it's amazing. Let's let's shift gears a little bit to sophomore year with... Uh... Wait, 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 but you didn't answer the question. How was I? Be honest. Give, give it straight up. Give it, give it straight up. Straight up? Like... You know, we obviously there were like some talk, points, talk about me as a personality, like my personality, my individualness, and how I adapted you know, over like, the years. Again, like you know, we were so young, we we didn't like realize like what was so important and what's not, and you know, but but overall, I'd say I, I had an amazing experience. You know, we definitely we had like our times with like splitting Ubers and you know yeah. like things like that. We would get into like you know BS arguments, BS fights that now like we wouldn't even think twice about when we were you know doing, but. But overall, I, I had We I were a just great, a bunch of innocent experience. kids with no experience. That's what I would say. Pretty much. Well, basically what Ethan was trying to point out, guys, is that you you can say it. In, in high school, middle school, I had no interaction socially. I had my group of friends, a very small group of friends. I don't think Ethan and I were in the same clique, I would say. Clique? I don't know if you use that word, guys. I'm a little old school like that, but... I, we weren't in the same. Back to the eighties over here. Yeah, we were more bio terms. Bring it back to like two thousand. Yeah, Ryan brought Way up the bio terms. I, we're not in the same niche, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what I'm trying to get at is, um, well, Joseph's going to bring it up, and uh, Ryan's going to finish off with it. How you can, with your own free will, change who you are and enjoy life while doing very well in school. And you know, Joseph over here is nodding his head. I don't know why he's nodding his head. Joe, I want to hear from you a little bit. What do you have to say listen, about your experience? Listen, I know you have a lot of bad things to say about me. Nah, honestly, as a roommate, you weren't you weren't terrible. Um, it's just that college. Oh, I wasn't terrible. Okay, it's just so that, it's bad. In particular, our college and our major and track well, towards profession, professionalism. I've switched majors ten times, so no, I'm saying track track just our general track towards professionalism toward towards the end goal, which is med school or dental school depending on who you're talking about, or even graduate school, whoever you're talking about at this table, our school just makes it a little bit more difficult to socialize and to balance your work um, work and social life. Okay, load. but I, I... Exactly, and that's what the viewers want to hear. They want to hear, how did we do it? Did I... We didn't really, Talk like, about... Talk you just grit your teeth and you, you try to get through it. I mean, there are times that I've been so exhausted that I've fallen, like... Personally, that I kind of like need YouTube or like a movie in front of my eyes to fall asleep. There have been times where I've actually just passed out in the middle of in the middle of like a short fifteen video. You remember that time where I broke my foot? Yeah. Remember how I came into school? I was very skeptical coming in because I couldn't walk on my foot for eight months. It was a very bad fracture, and I couldn't walk on my foot for eight months, and then I had to use the boot for another month and a half. I don't know if you remember this, Ethan. I do, I do. It, it, I lost a lot of weight. Ethan, how much was it? Like 100 pounds? It was like 100, 110 pounds. You know, it was a lot. And I've got to say that the ability to do that and the fact that I did that you know, we, Joe, talk about it. You know, like uh, talk about how like I I eventually grew out of talk my talk about like like how like like the stuff like you would help him a lot. No, of with, course I'd help him a lot. I think that's one of the benefits of going to a small college like ours <laughs> is that 
you we know people everybody. around you that you yeah you'll you'll make friends you'll at least at the very least be acquaintances with 80 percent of people on campus the downside of that is that we go to we some i don't know about 80 percent maybe like 10 how many 20 10 20 and like that's no, like a, that's like a big percent. How many, that's like how a many lot people, of people that's like how two, many people in people. our school have you not heard of like you'll hear a name and you'll so be heard like, of is different than. Being I think that's I re- what I'm saying. I, I think for me, I recognize faces more than remember exactly. Names. Like if we if we went to like a big state college, there's no way we'd be able to even do. No, a for sure. Of that. And I'm the very listen. There that's because pro- a big state college has seventy thousand people in it. Ours has like what three thousand. Okay. I don't even think so. I think in, on our campus, it's like like a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred. It's yeah. like three thousand. It's very homey, yeah. very high schooly, but. The issue, the downside is that with that is that we somehow managed to go to a, uh, a single sex school, like not a co-ed school, which is you know an all boys school. Yeah, an all boys school. Which, if you're trying and to make I friends, know, and I know, miss all the viewers out there, you don't you don't have to shit on us. Excuse my language. All right, we're not gay guys. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's nothing going on in fourth period. <laughs> fourth period. Um, no, but like no, but like I'm gonna say this for me personally. I'm not someone who will go out like you guys know me. Even to to at parties, I don't normally go up to people and be like, "Hi, what's your name?" I want you to talk about that yeah. though. I no, want you, I want it, you to talk so about. So it's very difficult in, in in college, in high school, and in other social. Talk studies. about your personal transition and then talk about mine. I mean, I'm still struggling with my personal transition. I'm okay, still very, you want to expand? Very a little much bit? an introvert. Um, I still very much struggle to express socialize yeah socialize express like but i but i think like over the years you've definitely you know I've gotten better have, you have yeah I've reg- i mean part of that has to do like before my freshman year i was also a lot better than, than i am now freshman year put a lot of doubts in, in my mind as to what what I do you mean better what do you mean meaning in high school like I didn't, i wasn't really like the big kid on campus but i wasn't shying away from having my presence known or had, had oh had you had shit. your presence known trust me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember. I was just the quiet kid in the back. Everyone knows that. I never spoke. I I just got. I wasn't like think about who who on who in high school like matters, which is retarded because or excuse, excuse my language, yeah. excuse my language, which is dumb because no one in high school matters for anything. Like the metric of being judged by your peak in high school probably. I wanna I wanna go back to like wait 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 so anyways talk about me let's yeah, talk no. about me because I wanna talk about I wanna talk about I wanna talk about living with Ben so Ben honestly was not that bad a roommate he does irk you sometimes but that happens when you when you're in a college dorm um yeah small small stinky cramped, stinky especially stinky well guys think about it you know they um, were they were roommates and like they weren't those roommates who nah, but the you big, know, drifted apart we were the two big guys we're, on campus we're, we're, we're doing we're doing a podcast now with each other you know so clearly we're still boys we're all still uh very close yeah but i i want you guys to, to me talk the big about... issue was uh the financial loss i took from uh rooming with ben let's put it that way Ben okay. knows exactly no, what I'm talking about. Let's talk about this. Um, so what financial loss? Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking you're about. You talking about when, when uh, they they stole the money? Yeah, it wasn't once or twice. Well, or let three me times. Let, let, let me get into it. You know, Mr. X Ryan over here is he's not said a word, guys. You know, I'm with you know one thing about Ryan because that, we're hogging the podcast. You know, one thing Ryan should know. You're gonna speak in a second. <laughs> get ready. It's fine. Take your time. One thing Ryan about Ryan is that he's a man of very few words, but all the words that do come out of his mouth are meaningful and very thought out. And he's he he's makes a, astute observations. He's a very smart individual, and honestly, he saved me a lot. He saved me a lot from making very dumb, impulsive decisions. I think we've all done that. No, but <laughs> Ryan especially. Ryan especially. Well, like Ryan you, was a roommate with you. When he used you to had excuse. Time to make stupid. Let decisions. me hear. It, let me hear. Like Ryan. Like, no, what, wait, what, wait, what wait. Kinda, what kind of things have you have you stopped oh. him from doing? I mean, it wasn't more of like stop him from doing. I'd say at that point in, in Ben's life, he was a lot more extravagant than in the past. You know, like everything he had to do had to be very hard focused one big. way or another. Yeah. Like if he was studying, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'll study for like an hour a day. He'd be like in the library for like a week and wouldn't wouldn't like sleep anywhere else except for the library, <laughs> right? If he's going out, like he would, you just wouldn't see him the rest of the night, you know? You could say he's a big Bukharian boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but right, you know, I'm gonna say this, Ethan. When I was with Ethan, um, I was the most introverted at my time. I would say. I didn't have a great group of friends. I had... No, let's put it this way. My friends were fantastic. I love them till today. 
although I'm not as close with them because we all we all spread apart when college came around. But when I was with Ethan, that was that it was there's there was a special spark because I knew that he was as motivated to become that to reach that goal as I was. And I was crazy. I'm gonna put it out there. I was crazy. I still am a little bit crazy. <laughs> we all have our moments. But um, I was very introverted. I didn't have a social life. When I went with Yosef, and I think Yo- Joe can agree with me here, um, we're just hogging the podcast. <laughs> but when I roomed with Joseph here, um, that's when I became confident and I figured out what college is. It takes one year, guys. It takes a full year. It takes a full year to figure out how to manage your your classes. The first thing you should always focus on is your classes. And I think I think we had it especially rough because um, we knew nobody. Not no, not even that. No, we actually <coughs> came in knowing like a like a solid amount, amount of people. Yeah, you know? but but all those people were freshmen. Okay, sure, but but uh, that's I, every college, my guy. No, the thing is, we had no connections. We had nothing. We 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 didn't know what professors to take. But I think us specifically, like the fact that you know we didn't have any girls on our campus, we didn't have classes with girls. It, it was a lot harder for us to, you know, go out and socialize and interact because, you know, I know, like, most, in most I mean, colleges, are you saying it was hard to get girls or girlfriends or... Not yes, even get girlfriends. Okay, but what about me? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it was hard to get girls, especially because, you know, for, like, guys... Everyone knows culture doesn't really work. Everyone knows, yeah. everyone knows, guys, like, college is the easiest, like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be frank here. It's the easiest place to get laid. Okay, very very easy. Okay, anyone can get laid in college. Anyone can do it. I don't care if you're 300 pounds. I don't care if you're 100 pounds. Like, I don't care what you look like. Like, if you want to do it, like, guys, girls, they're all. There's a type for everyone. You know, they they they, they, they 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 all have their hormones. They're all raging at that time. You know, like you're free away from and, your parents. Yeah, but being pre-med, you're free away from your parents. Okay, yeah, but wait. Well, you think pre-med students don't party? No. Pre-med students party Hold hard. on, hold on. Wait, let me let me Maintaining finish. Maintaining a good GPA. You're, you're free. Party hard, you're you're away from your parents. Yeah. You're you're away from your parents, and you know, th- stuff goes down. But like with us specifically, we didn't we didn't take classes with those girls. You know, we didn't we didn't like get to go up to girls and be like, oh hey, like like oh like you had like trouble with this yeah let's study together like let's hang out in the library or this, the that. casual you have you know? the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen you know like stuff like that <laughs> you know we didn't we, we didn't have those opportunities so it was a lot harder for us to you know pick up girls and, and do that kind of stuff so I think we reverted a lot back to you know just like doing our own thing spending a lot of time in the library because I wouldn't say it was a distraction girls but no, we, I would we, say it's but, a distraction. But, but we we didn't have those quote unquote distractions, so we were a lot more focused. We were in you know we were in the library a lot, and especially because we're pre med, we have and and we had each other. Study. We had each other to put each other in their place. When, Even like, if we didn't like go out and like chase girls, if we went to a college college college, we'd have classes with the girls. So at very least, at the very least, you start studying with like one person in your class yeah female, and you, you know, know like everyone you knows when when you're studying with a girl or some you know stuff tends to progress <laughs> stuff, hey hey stuff let's happens. not get carried away. not yeah. even that if you make if you make one we've all seen this as we've taken summer classes if you take, make friends with one girl you make friends with a bunch of girls regardless if it's strict if it's strictly not at, well, sexual <laughs> joseph's talking about our uh, last year summer physics course wow. that was a wild ride oh my <laughs> that god was that, that was that's my, a tale for another podcast that was my what? that was my peak that was my peak no, listen, you haven't reached your peak yet. Don't worry, man. All right? <laughs> That's bad. That's really bad news. But I was talking to like 10 girls at the same time. It's really bad. Oh, Ben's a player over here. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we know. We had we had definitely uh, great experiences. And and I'd, I'd also like to say that when we were in the library, when we were studying, you know, like we all our focus was on like what we were doing. And, yeah. I, and I'd say, wait, and I'd say like as as we progressed, like from freshman year to sophomore year to especially junior year, when I actually moved out of the Heights, Washington Heights, which is where um, uh, our, our college is, is, our, is where our school located. And when I, when I moved out, like I moved downtown, I moved to like to Midtown Manhattan. Let's put it this way, guys. Junior year was each of our primes. That's because senior year didn't exist. Or well, doesn't it doesn't exist. exist. Yeah, but if I'm, it's we were on going get, at home, <laughs> and put it that way. To be honest, to be frank, it's pro- like our school's talking about opening up again, but realistically, the logistics. I mean, Ethan, are you getting an apartment in Midtown again? No, not as of now. Joseph, mi- apartment? No, even if we were to dorm, it wouldn't work out because 
New York is gonna get hit with they're a second. They're gonna be open yeah. for a week. Yeah. Someone's gonna Sec- hit Corona exactly. and they're back to close. And then the, you sec- the second wave is already uh, making its presence known. What? And I just want to put it out there, guys. Uh, all of us are socially distanced, and we're keeping, uh, we're maintaining the protocols while we're recording this, of course. Um, but I'd I'd also like to say that, you know, as as we progress through our years, from a freshman to sophomore to junior, and now we're seniors. Well, now's an exception, but those three years. You know, like freshman year, we would like barely go out. You know, we wouldn't do much. And then yeah, sophomore we'll talk year, about it. That's, that's part that's, of maturing. That's, that's what part I'm of, saying. That's part so, of you know figuring so- out who you are. Sophomore year, sophomore year, uh, I, I, me personally, I got an apartment, and I think you know uh, when you and a lot a- of your roommates were not pre med. None of your none of your roommates were pre med. Exactly. So you know, like and you had that pressure. I'm gonna be honest. You had that pressure to go out sometimes when you didn't want to or you couldn't. Forget about the pressure. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything harmful or anything bad. I, I want you to understand. That. I'm. I'm being genuine. I want the, the the listeners to hear like our personal experiences. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Forget, I'm. I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying like, as you progress, as like you go through, college, you make new friends. As, you know, you, yeah, you meet absolutely. a lot of new people, and you get invited to a lot of new places, and you want to try new experiences. You want to try new things, and you know that that happens as you as you go through your years in college. One you know? thing I highly recommend if if you're trying to advance your social life in college and try and meet new people is it just so happens that Ben, Ethan, ben Ethan and I are close friends from Ryan, from way back and Ryan as well. Yeah, we've known each other for we've years. We've known each other for years, but I got blessed to in my sophomore and junior year to meet um three oh, you um, got blessed incredible in chem too. In chem in, yeah. in chem also. Yeah. <laughs> um I got blessed to, to meet three remarkable young men who who honestly are friends for life or great 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 we're great roommates that i uh happened to move in with once that happened like they, you see, guys, they introduced you're, me you're, into, gonna, you're gonna notice that a lot more you know like when when you when you get to college and you're in college and you know you you want to move out of the dorms you want to maybe like get an apartment somewhere on campus off campus you you're gonna you're gonna f- meet new people you're gonna find new people the, and that, connections and connections that, that you're you're gonna you know uh, yes. joseph joseph didn't know the people that he was moving in with so well you know he didn't he didn't really like know them that like we're actually friends for life like and and now you know yeah. he's he's established the connection relationship with them that's like he said is gonna last him his entire life so what i'm trying to say is and don't even, ever don't ever be scared to try new things that you know you don't you don't you're scared that oh I don't know this person I don't know what he's like you know I don't want to become room- I don't want to become roommates with him I don't want to live with him because you never know like the the type worst of comes to worst worst comes to worst you don't talk person. to that person again no best well, case scenario best well, case scenario don't. excuse me is that you're gonna end up meeting new three people through those people exactly and the so, way that you do the more you do that the more you'll become better socially adjusted the more you'll be able to carry a conversation because you'll have new interests so by meeting new people will put you onto things so and i think our school specifically you know it was harder for us it, it was harder but but we we also had the privilege of meeting people because because of the type of school we went to we had the privilege of meeting people that were just like us but from all around the world you know we we made amazing friends from like from france Morocco, Argentina. Morocco. My, roommate was from, my roommate my first year was from Hong Kong. Hong Hong Kong. <laughs> and he wasn't Chinese. What about nope. that boy from uh remember Phallus? Where is he from? Oh, who was that kid you roommate uh, sophomore year? Panama. Panama. Yeah. Like, you know, all around the world, you know, and, and even like different parts of the Panama. US. You know, like 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 me personally, like I made like very close friends with people from like Philadelphia, uh, California, and now you know like when I want to go visit these places I have people to hit up. I, uh, you know, I, I can, I, I can have an amazing time. You know, I have them. I go there. They show me like the spots, the things to go to. You know. Yeah, and guys, we're gonna be very straight up with you. We do enjoy nightlife. We do. We have a nightlife. I mean, now's the time to do it. Now's uh, the time where you can. I'm afford gonna. A ticket I'm gonna to give Miami the floor. To I'm gonna give the floor to four or five kids and your wife. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna give the floor to Ryan here because Ryan was the ultimate person to see that different Ben. He was that person to. Actually, see how you know you said it. I am a definition of a fresh start. I had that opportunity. I did not let it stick with me or carry me. Right, bring your me experiences down. from high school to college were total one hundred and eighty. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I want Ryan over here to take the floor. I want you to talk about what it was like rooming with me, where I was ninety nine percent of the time, how I managed a social life, a very active social life. And a um, and how I progressed in my medical schools, and 
um, you know, like, guys, it, it was rough. It was rough. I barely slept. But, you know, Ryan, you're going to take the floor you know, over here. I, th- I think the way he started off was he was a very big introvert, and then he transitioned, and now... When? I, when, when are we talking about when I started off? When, when was this? Back back when you were with Ethan, you were probably, like, a, a pretty you knew, big introvert. You knew me at the yeah, time. Yeah, I knew him. We weren't very close, but, you know, became close over the years. Yeah. But he was a very big introvert. He transitioned while I was in the time with, with Yosef. And then when he came with me, he switched. And then when he came with me, he switched. He, he became like kind of like the other extreme, I'd say. He went from a very big introvert to a very big extrovert. So during my time, he was first month. I don't even think he was in the room. He was out. If we had a, if we had a test, he was out in the library. If we didn't have a test, he was out. Just say it. Partying. No, I wouldn't say partying. No, I would partying, dates, dating, okay. whatever. You know, whatever he would be doing. You know, like, I, I just want to make, like, Ryan, like, had, he, he was living with Ben at this time, at the time I'm about to say, um, so he, like, knows, like, firsthand, you know, like, uh, Ben's emotions and the way he was, like, acting during this time, but it was, it was right after the summer that we just got in the dorms, I think you, you had a girlfriend, and <laughs> this was, this was, um, this was, uh, when you know we we it was our junior year and no nah, I'm gonna correct you she wasn't my girlfriend but keep going she became his girlfriend okay whatever so junior year it was you know it's for pre med students it's a very like rigorous time you know we're taking very tough courses and you know Ben he's he's into his studies he's you know he 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 doesn't I'm a hard hitter he doesn't shy away you know he's there he's studying in the library. But when he was going out with this girl, you know, he he, he kind of he shied away. Distraction, he, yeah, he, he got distracted from studying a little bit, you know, which is totally fine. Which is totally fine if you can find ways to manage your your uh, your courses also. And but, I want Ryan to talk about how I managed it. How did I manage it, honestly? I'd say in the beginning it was very difficult for Ben. You know, like he would have times where he'd be struggling, like oh, he has a lab report, let's say due coming up soon, and instead of like you know planning it out, he'd probably have to rush it a little bit more than he'd like to. But, you know, towards, I'd say, the middle or the end of the relationship, I'd say he'd start obtaining a better grasp of how to of how to manage the time between social life and and work life of school. But, okay, so when that relationship ended... He was destroyed. That, that was a bad that was That was a that, bad that time. Went, that went from him not studying because he was going out, to him not studying because... He was feeling a little bit depressed, you know. <laughs> the relationship just ended. Listen, guys, depression's nothing to laugh at. It's just because I know him uh, in the past, but... Um, and heck, I could laugh at my own depression now, you know. I'm way over it, but I'll be real with you guys. It, w- it was hard on me, and I'm not going to get into specifics. I'm not going to say names, but all I'm going to say was I've, I've managed to take away and learn a lot of things from it, and it's part of the college experience. Making a mistake or I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but doing something that you think is right in the moment and then taking away something from it when it doesn't work out. No, anytime you get into a relationship, you're going to be... Vo- the very nature of getting into a relationship, unless you're a sociopath, is making yourself vulnerable to, to disappointment, to heartbreak. So it's a very normal reaction. Well, listen, Mr. Pessimist over there. <laughs> I want to be real with you. I, I was very new to the game. I was the introvert turned extrovert summer physics. And it was very, very hard to transition, as Ryan said. And, yeah, you know, Ryan, I want you to continue that story. I, and then, you know, after this breakup, it was bad. And was then, bad. I, and then you know, like, it became really, it became, you know, Ethan. We, we had, uh, you know, Ben, we sometimes we would have to, you know, talk to him because, you know, he was feeling down. And that's, that's the, that, that's such an important part of, you know, having friends and, and making friends because... And I'm just going to say this. Yeah. I love every single one of you. Without you, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. You know, while Ben had the breakup, he, he was really feeling down. You know, I'd say his coursework did struggle a little bit than they normally would. It came to a point where Ryan and Joseph had to tell me. They physically, like, Ben, we love you. You're going to fail or go on. <laughs> Get up, bro. This is not you. Like, you're you're a 4.0 star. Like, hit the books, bro. Like, what's going on with you? Like, they shake me out. But one time, he like they had to go through my phone, erase messages, pictures, this, that. I went into the shower. I'm I, sure you guys know how it is, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they literally... 
it was like an intervention and without you guys to motivate me push me get me back that i wouldn't say my full spark is there even today because it's just not going to be the same ever not relationship wise like that's besides the point just knowing now what i know and how to balance that social and um study studious life style um i would say that i've shifted and you know I want Rai to talk about what happened after. You still haven't hit the point. So what happened after? So after after the depression set, you know, he got back to being serious Ben. He went back to the library, right? We had an orgo test coming up. He went back to studying. He did pull through in the orgo test. I did. You know? That third exam. Ethan knows what I'm talking and also, about. And also, I'd say another thing that did help him was he, he kind of found new girls, you know? I did. I did. And I'm he, thankful for that. You know, moving on is sometimes... The thing you just got to do in the end, you know? And I'd say in the end, that's what Ben ended up doing. I wouldn't I wouldn't say the new girls were necessarily beneficial for Ben. No, uh, but it helped him get out of the depression. Maybe, but it turns into a whole <laughs> uh, set of new problems. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what girls will do to you guys, you know, if, if you don't find the right one. And that's why I'm thankful that... I'm partially thankful for the fact that we, we went to school, to an all-boys school... Because there are no distractions, although I had those distractions, but it was late onset, like, where I didn't experience it first, and then when I got a grasp of how to push my way through the school, how to use a lot of these connections I had to my benefit, and how to um, speak to my professors, you know, and I was going through a lot of rough times. My brother was sick. There was a lot of things going on, and um, I'm just going to say that my boys were always there for me, and it's good, guys to create that strong friendship and you know we're not saying become boys with everyone yeah when you see them dab dab them up be like what up haven't seen you in a while you know chill with them get lunch with them get dinner with them you know it's always good but you should always have that close circle of friends that core of friends who have the same mindset as you who have that can give you that motivation to get your work done that's something set something straight you really can't have 20 friends Let's, let's I mean, honestly, we, we, we could run down the list of names. How many friends do you really think you could have a close personal connection with, where you know like the names of their father and mother, and then like other other details that you would expect? Father, from mother, a close yo, listen, relax with the father, mother stuff. No, I, I know your father, your mother. I've met your father, your mother. I don't know if I met your parents, Ryan, but we're so. close. Okay, of course. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you can't. It's it's not realistic to think that you'll have. That you'll have 300 friends who you'll all be close with. Like, you really can't uh, balance and put, invest enough time or, or time into having more than a couple of close friends, I would say. That's true. And, uh, guys, I just want to get back to one more point, you know, and we'll, we'll end it here. But I'm sure. No, like, wait. I want Ryan to finish the story. All right, all right. But I just, like, uh, one, one thing I want to tell you guys is, like, I'm sure, like, you guys are listening. You're saying, like, yo, like, why are these guys, like, so like obsessed with like getting good grades and you know like they're always in the library like kids in college are like probably like just thinking like yeah you know like i'll study like a couple days before my test like do well and then like i'm, I'm partying and you know? that's like, that's what i hit kids, kids go to kids go to kids go to college to party you know what i mean no but wait i won't ride to I'm, say that's where i hit but i'm saying like we're we're on a we're on a that's kids it. that are like pre-med and you know want to go to grad school and things like that you know some are it's little, always to know it's always some, good to know your priorities some are a little better at managing their time than others but, uh, you know, for us, our, our grades and things are like that are very important to us. So we we have a strong desire to always do well. It's and, an incentive. You know, we came into college with a goal. Unlike some people, they come in, they're undecided major, they're not sure what they want to do. Us, we came in with the goal of like, okay, we're going pre-health track, you know, we're, we're going, we know what we need to do to get there, we have to get the good grades, we have to do well. So that became our number one priority. And that's what we that's what we kept go, kept it going throughout the years that we've been in college. We've always said, okay, even if we want to go out, even if we want to do anything, we have a test coming up. We have to deal with the test first, and after the test, then we can you know have some relaxation before the next one. Yeah, but your definition of relaxation was very different than mine. Yeah, Ryan's definition of relaxation was you know uh, Dobrik, David yeah, like, Dobrik. I'm, playing I'm, mind, I'm more like, like the introvert. I like you video know, games, watch this, a show, that, whatever. watching shows. I love doing that too, but. Uh, you know, uh, I also like going out and, you know, partying. <laughs> We're going to end the story. We're going to end this podcast with a story I'd like to share. 
Um, I don't know if I have your, any of your permissions. I didn't ask you guys, but I'm gonna share it anyways. There was a, this was post Miami, um, where I came to your apartment. Um, so this was post my breakup, post all of this, where I was starting to get back to my original, you know, status, the BBB, um, and. I was For those of you who don't know, BBB is Big Bukharian Boss. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was I was pushing myself to meet new people, meet new girls specifically at the time. And I remember I told Ryan, I'm like, yo, Ryan, like, we're all legal to go out. Like, let's uh let's hit up a Lavo and let's hit up a club tonight, you know? You know, like it's a Thursday night. We did all our midterms. It was po- this was like no, this was the beginning of the semester. This was January, February. This is the beginning. There's nothing going on. Like realistically, you're just gonna watch your YouTube, sit down, go home. Who knows what you're gonna do? This was Thursday night, so you would be going home. Yeah, B. I'll think about it, but only if you do this. That was Ryan right there. <laughs> um, and you know, Ryan's "I'll think about it" version is uh, a no. It's a no. Pretty much. Yeah. So, um, listen, I gave up eventually, and uh, I hit up Yosef. I'm like, yo, listen, like, let's go out. Let's have a good time. You know, Ethan's not down. I asked Ethan. I asked his roommate, David. Um, was it not down? What night was this? This was this was when we got the table. I'll explain. Uh, you weren't down. David wasn't down. Daniel Asherian wasn't down. None of the boys were down. Booty, none of them. None of them were down. And, you know, I was like, I was in that mood. You know, guys, when you have that mood where you're just ready to do something, do something, you know, like come out of your bubble, do something fun, enjoy yourself before, you know, the, the studies hit. We didn't know COVID was going to happen. We didn't know. But um, I'm glad we did this because that was our last hoorah, I guess you could say. Um, I uh, There was this girl I knew and I hit her up. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, me and the boys are going out tonight. Let's go out. She's like, oh, what are you planning on doing? I'm like, yo, we're going we're gonna to chill in the apartment, you know, do some stuff, like, pregame maybe, you know, like, have a good time, and then we're probably going to go hit a club. I don't know, we might get a table. Um, she's like, honestly, you know, all those girls out there, honestly, I'm kind of tired. Ugh, I hate the honestly. Oh, guys. my God. That's like a flat-out rejection, and I've asked this girl out many, many times. Who, who was it? I can't say a name, but you know who it is. We met her in Miami, yeah. You don't know. You know what I'm talking about. She, her name starts with a D. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I asked her out like a hundred times, and I know a lot of her close friends. I mean, I'm not close with a lot of her friends, but we're acquaintances, I guess. And a lot of her friends were pushing her, like, "Yeah, go out with him. He's a good guy, whatever." She wasn't down, and she kept pushing me off. And I'm like, "Yo, listen. Like, when, I, when we were in Miami, I told her." Um, listen, I want to go out with you, and I don't take no for an answer. I was very straight up. Like, guys, you have to be confident. Right, yo, get to the point. Get to the point. So I grab Yosef, and she's not down. She's out. You know, honestly, that that's when I give up. Um, and I take a tr- we take a, a train downtown, and we were going to go to, like, Midtown to pick up some stuff. We had to pick up a couple uh, things for our uh, extravaganza. And... Uh, after Bro, what that, are you, what are you, what are you picking up? Be some blow? What are, what's, what's going on over here? No, 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 guys. I'm a serious student. I don't do that stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, that's what I'm trying to say. We know how to manage that. Um, but back to the point. <laughs> um, we were in Midtown, like 34th Street to be specific, and Ethan's apartment was on 57th, 54th and 7th, 54th and 7th. Yes. How could I forget? On the corner. And um, Ethan, I texted Ethan like, yo. What up? Where are you? He's like, I'm in my apartment. We have an Uber. We're going to go back to Great Neck. Ethan lives in Great Neck for all those. I'm pretty sure you guys know. I'm pretty sure we spoke about it. Um, he's like, I'm going back to Great Neck. I'm like, yo, wait up. I'm going to go back to Queens. And like, I had no intention of going back to Queens. You know, like I'm sneaky like that. So um, I'm like, I'm with Joseph. We're going to we're gonna pull up and let's haul for a bit and we'll go back. He's like, bro, I'm leaving in 20 minutes. If you're not here, you're not here. You missed the train, my guy. Did I say that? Yeah, you were literally with the suitcase when I came. Hold on. So me and Joe get on the train. The train's not, not coming. I don't know if you remember this, Joseph. Do you remember this? The train's not coming. The D, the C, none, none, none of them are coming. I'm like, yo, come on, come on, come on. All of a sudden, the train comes. It's packed. It smells like absolute garbage. And we get on. I'm like, yo, just clog your nose. Do your thing. Um, I'm like, clog your nose. Do your thing, you know. Um, and Joe, um, we get there right on time. Ethan's literally by the door of the suitcase. I'm like, yo, what up, what up? There's like 50 heads, 50 people there. And At like, my apartment? Yeah, Elie Shea, Booty, 
no, I don't think Booty was there, but a lot of people were there. And they were all leaving to either that club. They were going to, what was the club called again? I forgot. Catch. Catch, yes, Catch. The Catch Rooftop. And they were all going there. I didn't know they were going there. I thought they were all going back to Great Neck. I think Rabanipur was there. A lot of people were there. Daniel Ashurian, his roommate at the time, um, he's like, no, I'm out, I'm out. Like, I, I spoke to him. I was trying to speak to them each privately so I wouldn't have a, a group, like, attack me. So I spoke to Daniel. He's out. All right, so it was me, Ethan, David, and Yosef, and this other kid named Ellie. We were all in the apartment. Everyone else left. Ellie's like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to catch tonight. Yeah, because our boy it was his birthday. He had a table. Yeah, catch. I didn't know he had a table, and me and my extravaganza, I love to always go all out. And um, I'm like, yo, let's get a table. I know the promoter, and honestly, I do know the promoter. Like, it was a really big shocker to everyone, because you know, like, I wasn't big on the club scene and everything like that, but I knew the promoter. So Ethan's like, no, yo, I'm out. He's like, if you even mention a table, like, he's like, forget about the table. I'm out for going. Like, I remember he, we were arguing, we were arguing. Somehow I got David to say he's in. Your roommate, David, Barabang. I'm like, he's like, I'm in. Fine, let's go. Because, you know, like, we always had that thought. We always had that thought. Um, we always had that thought of, um, like, let's do something. Let's go out. Let's get some girls, you know. Let's enjoy our life also. We're not supposed to just sit home. And I got David to go out. I convinced him, or the Persian word, the Farsi word, I hired him. <laughs> to go out. Um, listen, Dave, if you're listening, I love you, bro. <laughs> um, I hired him to go, and then I, uh, then me and David and Joseph and Ellie, we all ganged on Ethan. <laughs> we all pushed him. Ellie's like, yo, I gotta be out, I gotta be out, but make sure Ethan comes. Make sure Ethan comes. I'm like, yo, don't worry, Ellie. He'll be there. <laughs> and we go, and I hit the promoter. He wants mad money for a table. I didn't know we had another table waiting for us there. And we go... Somehow I got Ethan to get in. We got a table. And David forgot his ID. He forgot his ID. He walks in with no ID. The guy doesn't even ID. We get the table. We put it down. We had a great night. I want to just bring up that as our last story. There were a lot of girls there that we knew. There were a lot of opportunities that each of us had that night. It was. Night. You know, again, like, you know, I was hesitant at first. But, you know, I, I got convinced to come. And... We ended up having a great time. And you went back to someone's apartment. I went back. I did something at the club. I went back to our park place. Joe over here, he was taking care of me because I was beyond gone. And Rai was at home. <laughs> so we have a very diverse group over here. But guys, the point of the story, and I'm going to wrap it up right here, um, is that go chase your dreams, but also remember to make that strong connection with a, a group of friends of yours. Enjoy your life. You have one life, one choice, 60 seconds, as Vitaly used to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think your honestly, life, your choice, 60 seconds. I think honestly, the more... Make those impulsive decisions. Moral of the story is, it's good to have a direction in life. It's necessary, but you shouldn't just be focused on the goal. Life's a journey, not a destination, right? Know your priorities. Know your priorities. Yeah, but know your priorities. And guys, we want to wrap this up. Um, I want to give a special thank you to Ryan, my dear close friend. And uh, Ethan, Joseph, I want to thank you guys. Thank you for pulling up today. Thank, thank you, you guys so for, for listening. Me. Comment down below what you guys think. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Good night, boys.